Hey guys, it's Andrea here. Welcome back to another episode of Transparency Therapy. We are on day 29 of every day January. I'm making an episode every day in January, which is almost over. And then I will start making videos every Wednesday. However, there's going to be a little bit of a break, so don't expect that the first couple weeks of February because I have some big changes. I'm teaching myself how to edit audio. I'm going to go back to using my better microphone. We have a website that's going to come out soon. So stay tuned for all of that. Feel free to send me an email, transparencytherapy at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at transparencytherapy. So what are we going to talk about today? What I want to talk about is how houseplants have helped me learn how to take care of myself. So I have always loved nature and I've always loved plants and I love having plants in my home. I probably have about 20 or 25, maybe more. I'm not sure. And they make me feel great. I feel just happy looking at them. They make me kind of feel like I've been in the jungle. <laughs> it's awesome. And it's so cool when they grow, grow and have a new leaf and get bigger. It's just magical. But I didn't always have a knack for keeping my plants alive and keeping them growing and all of that fun stuff. I have killed a lot of plants in my day <laughs> and I always felt so bad about it and I didn't understand how come I couldn't keep them alive. I understood that I wasn't watering them right or I wasn't paying attention but I didn't understand how I couldn't just water a plant. It's just simple, right? just like us. Why can't I just take care of myself? It's just simple, right? <laughs> it's not. And I only used to notice my plants when suddenly they were all flopping over and wilted. And I was like, oh my God, how did this happen again? Has it already been like so long since I've watered them? And then I would water my plants and it would take them like a few days to perk up again. And then I'd be like, yes, good job, plants. And then a couple of days later, they would all wilt again. And then I would give them like too much water. It was just horrible. I was torturing these poor plants. And I was like, how come I can't get it together and just water these plants? And I was like, oh my God, this is a reflection of my life. And this was such a eureka moment for me. And I saw this parallel between my wilted plants and my life. And this is how I started to understand that I was always in survival mode because I would only notice my plants when they were like, we are about to die. You need to water us. Instead of tending to them regularly, giving them a little bit of water every, every few days and like picking off their dead leaves and, and just being aware if they're just looking at them every day, taking a few literally seconds every day to look at them, see if they're happy, see if their soil's wet. I would just ignore, ignore all of the care tactics and only do what was necessary to keep them alive. And then essentially a lot of them died because 
some went past the point of no return. And this was me in my own life. I would only notice my problems when they were screaming at me, when it was like, Andrea, you need to do this or something horrible is going to happen. And I didn't have like these routines in my life that I was maintaining anything. I was just putting out fires everywhere. And I never felt like I was catching up with anything. I put out a fire over here and then another fire was lit over there. And it was just putting out, putting out fires, never ending. And it's exhausting because if you're running around putting fires out all the time, how I, it just doesn't work. And, and I used to say to myself, okay, I, I understand this probably isn't how it should be, but I don't know how to get from putting out fires to suddenly being able to just go through my day and be aware of what's happening before it turns into a fire. Because I think, I think the struggle that people have and what I have is not that they don't want a better life. I, I wanted a better life. I wanted to be able to sit on my couch and read a book. I wanted to, you know, have a clean apartment, to have a routine, to have a good social life, to have a strong group of friends, to have clean laundry. <laughs> I remember, just a point on laundry, I remember probably like when I was 20, when I first moved out, and just the shock of laundry, um, when it's all on you, and you have to also do laundry, like your sheets and your towels and that, and I was like, oh my god, I have to do laundry like every day, I don't understand, but I would never do laundry, and then I would run out of clothes, and on numerous occasions, I would literally take a piece of clothes out of my dirty laundry, I would spray it with Febreze, and then put it on. It happened, okay? And I know I'm not the only one. You don't have to <laughs> have that judgmental look on your face. <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm being honest. What have you done that's similar to that? I'd, I'd be curious to know. There's so many things that we do in secret that if we put it out there, everyone else has done a similar thing. So I think what I want to kind of get at is identifying that if you are either in a state of putting out fires or a state of maintenance, because maintenance is so much easier than putting out fires. But how do you get from putting out fires to maintenance? And if, I, if you want me to use another comparison, it's like I often use the one about chores and cleaning. And I used to live in a very, uh, not necessarily dirty, but cluttered space. And to do a chore, I would have to do another chore before I could get to that chore because there was no room. <laughs> like if I wanted to make dinner, I had to clean the whole kitchen first before making dinner. So it was exhausting. And I was like, I can't make dinner. The, the kitchen's completely full of dishes. I can't. And then I would do the dishes and I'd be like, okay, great. I did the dishes, but now I have zero energy to make dinner. And then I would get takeout. <laughs> and, and I couldn't catch up. I didn't know how to catch up. And 
I think what really helps is just sitting down for a moment. Don't look at your phone. Don't turn on the TV. Turn off any music. Tur- turn off your music and just see which fires right now you're trying to put out and identify them without putting pressure on yourself and say, okay, I have to do the laundry. Okay, I have to do the dishes. Okay, I have to do this. And then set a realistic goal for yourself. In reality, you want to have your spotless apartment. You want to have all your chores done. But you are only capable of what you can do. And yes, you might want to get to a point because you're like, well, if I just do one of these chores, then I'm never going to, you know, get where I need to be. But I don't think that's helpful to think like that. I think what works for me is not feeling anxious about all the chores is the best tool to being able to get your tools uh, chores done. Because I think anxiety and all this pressure and stress related to your to-do list um, causes you to not be able to be as productive and really stresses you out. And the exhaustion is actually almost, I think, doubled. And I would have to take breaks in between chores. And I was like, how am I tired after just doing this one chore? And some of it might be actual physical tiredness, depending on what's going on in your life and your your health state and if you're sleeping well. But a lot of it is caused by anxiety and stress. And we put this um, exhaustion on ourselves. If you're doing one chore, I think it's really helpful to commit to that chore. Because then you could be like, okay, I have decided I am doing this one chore and this is okay, and this is what I've decided to do. I am going to allot myself the time it takes to do it. I don't have to worry about my other choice right now. This is what I'm going to do. And that helped me so much because what I realized I was doing, I would be doing the dishes, and I'd be already thinking, okay, what's the next thing I'm going to do? And then sometimes... I would all of a sudden be doing laundry and I didn't even finish the dishes. And I was like, whoa, wait, how did I start doing laundry? Because I I would overthink and my mind would be twisting and turning and being like, oh, wait, maybe it's more efficient to start the laundry first. Okay, oh, wait, maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done this. So then I have like five chores going on at once. In the meantime, my plants are dying. (laughs) And... I would just feel so stressed and so overwhelmed and felt like I was drowning. And then I would probably leave my house and be like, I can't deal with this. I need to go. I would, I would be so worked up and I'm like, whoa, no, I can't have this type of stress right now. And I thought that was how just doing chores was that I was always going to feel that stressed doing chores. So I'm like, I don't need this in my life. I'm going to go out and see my friends. I'm going to go dancing. I'm going to go have a cocktail. And then I would come home to this messy apartment and never catch my breath and never feel relaxed in my own home. I wouldn't be able to enjoy the simple pleasures of life, which I think are amazing when you can create that space for yourself. And when you can come home and feel relaxed when you come home, instead of feeling stressed because you see 
the pile of clothes. You see the plants that are wilting. You don't know what's in your fridge because you're not sure if half the food is past due or if you even have any food. You can't see what's in your pantry. There's too many things. And it's hard. It's really hard. But the good news is you don't have to feel that way. And you can take control of your to-do list. And if and that will free up your mind so that you can get on to doing what you really want to do. And you can have hobbies that you want to do. You can be more present in your relationships and be more in tune with your own needs. And maybe you can get a houseplant. <laughs> or 25 of them. So that's my little story on how houseplants triggered my understanding that I was always in survival mode. And now I am living amongst many beautiful plants. I still do kill plants sometimes, but some of them are just tricky. I'm not a perfect gardener, but it is a good indication that I'm getting overwhelmed. It's kind of like, oh, let me look around my house. Are any plants dying? And if I have a plant that's not doing well, I'm like, oh, am I overwhelmed right now? Because I haven't been paying attention to my plants. <laughs> so it's like a little, a little alarm that goes off that helps me ground myself. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. I will see you guys tomorrow. And again, send me a message if you like, transparencytherapy at gmail.com or on Instagram. See you guys tomorrow.